What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 35 of the No Mercy podcast. This is the new Monday edition with Mad Lab and the Bod. We'll be doing this every Monday going forward, so a little schedule change there. Make sure you guys subscribe on iTunes or Podbean or Google Play or wherever you guys are at. Because once you subscribe on iTunes, it'll notify you the second the podcast goes live. Sometimes it'll be in the morning, sometimes it'll be in the afternoon, depending on how hungover I am. But this edition was fun. We talked about Mad Lab on airplanes. We talked about the Kareem Hunt situation in depth, touched on some things that other shows are afraid to touch on. Uh, We talked about Tyson Fury getting robbed versus Deontay Wilder. Talked about Todd Gurley stopping at the goal line with two and a half minutes left in the game, up seven. Talked about the MVP race. But my favorite part of the pod, which is going to be a new segment going forward, was things Mad Lab can accomplish at the end of the podcast. We talk about things Mad Lab thinks he can do that the rest of the world doesn't. It's incredible. It's real. This is not fake. This is really shit he believes. And just to give you a little teaser... The first one was, could Mad Lab beat LeBron James in a game of one-on-one? You'll be very surprised <laughs> to hear the answers here. So make sure you do not, do not end this early. Make sure you get to the end of the podcast, the last 20 minutes, and listen to the first part of what will be many things Mad Lab can accomplish. Also at Guru Elite, we have a little special going on at guruelite.com right now. Anyone who purchases the NBA VIP or NBA seasonal package, any of the NBA seasonal packages... We'll get the rest of NFL for free. That includes the first two rounds of the playoffs. So if you purchase NBA DFS over there at Guru Elite, you will get the NFL DFS for free. That is not gambling. That's DFS. NFL DFS for free if you purchase the DFS for basketball. Hit the green join here button at GuruElite.com. So without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 35 of the No Mercy podcast. The new Monday edition. You guys have been bitching that we don't have a podcast out on Mondays. So this is going to be a new schedule for me, Mad Lab, and the bod on Mondays. Sometimes it'll be in the morning. Sometimes it'll be in the afternoon. It depends how fucking drunk I get the night before. But let me introduce my two fellow co-hosts. First of all, hailing from New Jersey in a dungeon somewhere deep, deep in the outlets of Jersey, the bod. What the fuck's up, son? Yo, usually you do lab first. I wasn't ready. I know, but I have a story about lab. So you just you just follow my lead, okay? Like I'm right, I'm cool. hosting. All right, cool, cool. Don't try and hijack my shit like you always do. <laughs> and well, that's why I didn't hijack it this time because I, I wasn't know, ready. That's why I did it so you couldn't you fucking catch me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> and also hailing out of the mean streets of Miami right now, just getting off a plane, flying through traffic, cutting off cars. Getting an early check-in to the hotel for an extra $50, and now locked and loaded with his snowball microphone in beautiful Miami is the Mad Lab. What up, Lab? Miracate! (laughs) (laughs) Lab, I didn't think you were going to make it, dude. Me and Kurt had a bet. We had fucking MLB model all lined up to to fill in in case you couldn't make it. Hashtag dedication. Dedication. (laughs) How's your energy level? 
I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm right after this. I'm gonna go soak my balls in a nice hot sand somewhere. Mm. <laughs> he really is too. What's I your really plan? Am. What's your plan for the post podcast? That because you were screaming at me in the pre-show to fucking hurry up. You gotta get out of here. Well, I got my bathing suit on already. I gotta go with my brother around one thirty to meet somebody for his art uh, show. I'm down here for an art show uh, for Art Basel. Uh, well, tell tell people fun. about your brother. Who your brother? Your brother's fucking beast. I mean, is he yeah, like, my brother's a, a street he's a street artist. He's uh, hangs out with like Shepard Fairey and those guys uh, from Obey Clothing. So he does a lot of street art. They make him travel around the world, Switzerland, France, uh, and every year he comes out to Art Basel, which is like a big, big thing in uh, here in Florida and Miami. So it's my second time with him. First time I went with him, I think it was 2014. But I was actually working with him. I was actually helping him out. This time he's doing his installs by himself. So I'm just here with a nice fucking pair of bright orange underwear on. <laughs> <laughs> You're so white, though. Are you going to come back tan? Oh, dude, you got to see how fucking tan I'm going to be, dude. I'm going to be fucking tanner than fucking uh, Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Goff? Why Jared Goff? Because he's not wild. even tan, dude. <laughs> Deontay Wilder or something. Yeah, yeah that doesn't even make sense. Because Jared Goff's not tan. That's why I'm probably never going to come so over. You're already tanner than Jared Goff. No, no man loves white. Man loves no, white. Can we give your brother's Instagram handle out? Can we? I don't know because he's a private. Yeah, I, I don't. No, dude, he's not not for his artwork. I don't know. I don't know what off the hand. I think it's a at hash at Joe. Just go Iran. find it. Joe, just go find it. Just, it. Don't give the wrong one. I don't have my phone. With me, dude. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a oh, yeah. new bathing suit? He doesn't have his phone with him. I was just on the phone with him. <laughs> no, I know. But it's in the other room. I What is it called? I actually, uh, I got, believe it or not, I got, I got my grappling shoe. I got it right here. Uh, it's just Joe Iorato. Yeah, all right, Joe Iorato. Yeah, yeah, just Joe Iorato. Joe I-U-R-A-T-O. His fucking art is sick. That's, like, the, that's the Instagrams. It's the Instagrams. The Instagrams. Joe Iorato. It's fucking dope, dude. Your brother's so talented. It's fucking insane. Didn't he do stuff for, like, the NBA and stuff, too? Yeah, that's when I was here. Well, what year did Miami Heat win the uh, championship? Uh, fucking five, what six it, years ago. Yeah, whatever year that was, that's when I came down because he did the mural for the uh, Miami Heat. We did the, the whole Miami Heat party. And the cool David Stern actually gave us tickets center court to Knicks in Miami because they knew we were big Knicks fans. Uh, then he did shit for Tyson's Gym. He did shit for the Muhammad Ali Memorial. Um, he did – he did – Sorry, this shit for everybody. He's yeah, doing he's fucking awesome, out. dude. He's really talented. So it must have skipped the gene with you. Yeah, I know because I'm just a fucking leather exchanger. <laughs> <laughs> you punch people for a living. I just fucking steal people's limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of skipping a generation of talent, Bod, what's up with you? Not nothing. Just same old shit. Answering DMs and emails. Yeah, that sounds exciting. <laughs> well, hold on, lab. So you're using your grappling shorts. I got a pair of grappling shorts on right now. Did yeah. you guys have you guys bought in a bathing suit in the last year? You have, me? Yeah, but they don't even come with like the mesh anymore. I don't know how to wear them anymore. It's Bro. just the bathing suit, and your package is just. First hanging. of all, you're getting to that age now where you got to let your balls breathe. <laughs> but I feel so loose. There's got to be something. And then if you're like sitting like poolside, you can see my junk. I don't understand. The only thing I don't like is when I, and this happens to me every year and it happens to you guys too, I'm sure. Isn't it the worst dude when you go into the beach and you're there all day and then when you're fucking like walking back to your place or whatever, dude, and the bane's who try, you start getting that chafing from the yeah. sand. Is that why they took out all the netting and stuff? 
No, because that's supposed to stop that stuff. They're supposed to stop the jellyfish from coming in. (laughs) (laughs) Jellyfish? That's why they got rid of the netting. (laughs) Too many people with jellyfish in there. Did you ever ever try to catch a jellyfish in a net? No, No. definitely not. They separate (laughs) as soon as you put it in the net. What do you mean that? If you if you if a jellyfish is going by in the water, if you take a fishing net and try to scoop it up, it'll yeah. seep right through the fishing net. Get out really? of here! And then yeah. reform? No, reform. It's not an alien. The Terminator. What is it? Fucking the Meg. <laughs> <laughs> the Meg is that the movie you watched on the plane? Dude, it's oh, the worst so movie funny, ever, dude. So so Lab comes on, and we're going to talk about the planes in a minute. Um, Lab, first of all, I I'm, I got to get used to the fact that after we record. I go back and do the intro to tell everyone what we talked about so that people could see, you know, kind of what we're going to hit and if it's something that they like and they can fast forward to it or whatever. But I forget. So usually I give the show plan at the beginning. So I'll just give you a quick one. We are going to talk about airplanes. We are going to talk about Kareem Hunt. We are going to talk some football, Tyson Fury. We're going to get through all that. But Lab, you got one of the things that kind of just came on the pod is airplane etiquette because of what, you know, your experiences on the plane. And I found out that you watched – a Jason Statham movie. Hell yeah, bro. Was that, so the bod must be like super happy about that. And was that voluntarily lab or was it just the only thing that they offered? No, it was actually voluntarily, but here, oh, here's, the, re- no, here's oh, the reason why, dude. Here's the reason why I'm number one. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fish. Jason Statham fan. I love sharks. <laughs> I've, I've been fascinated with the ocean and all that shit. So I wanted to see the movie, but what you, when you go on to United now, they have Wi-Fi. What they do is they give you, TV shows to watch. Right. They give yeah, you a couple movies to watch. And the first thing I was going to watch to fall asleep, I swear to God, but it wasn't working, was The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't working. So I started flipping through the movies. I saw the Meg, I put it on, and the acting was the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. Is Jason Statham the worst? Is he the worst uh, actor ever? Bro, no, he's, bro, he's he not a bad ter- actor. He was terrible in that movie. Terrible. No, he wasn't terrible. Maybe the shark was terrible. <laughs> Like I go, I saw that in the movie theater. I go to like two movies a year, obviously on my birthday. And, and who do you go with, Kurt? On my birthday, I go alone. If Pat Mayo lived in New Jersey, I'd go with him. And then the other movie I go see is Fast and Furious. If there's a Fast and Furious out for the year, I'll go see that. And that's it. Those are the only times I go to the movies. Lab, have you ever gone to the movies alone? Uh, no, unless I was left there for. Well, some but think time. about it. Like, <laughs> All right. First of all, I'm married, so it's not like I'm bringing a date. Okay. So what am I going to bring my wife? Who cares? Like, if there's any place to go alone, it's the movie theater. Because even if you like, say, me and Lab go to see Creed two, right? You're not going to sit next to each other because you feel a little gay, so you don't sit next to each other. Like, if there's anywhere to go, it's the movies alone. No, it's not because uh, the first thing I think about is if I see a guy sitting in the back of a movie theater in the middle, I think about like a guy doing the popcorn. The popcorn. No, you know why? Because everyone's a movie critic now. You just look like an internet movie critic. Yeah. You wear all black when you go into the trenches. If there's anywhere to go, it's the movie theater alone. It's the best experience. You walk in, you smell the beautiful popcorn. I love going to the movie theater. I pick out my seat. I wait like two or three weeks. I don't want to go in the first week. So it's empty. There's maybe like three people there. I go the first thing Sunday morning, which is really messed me up this year with football because now I can't go because I got to answer emails and all that. That's why I haven't saw Creed 2 yet, but 
Yeah, going alone is the best thing ever. If you haven't done it, go do so it. So are we going to sit separately in the movie theaters? Like, am I going to sit in aisle A? You're going to sit in aisle F? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be next to you because I like right. to spread out. Like, again, when you're alone, you get both armrests. If I'm sitting next to you, I got to give you the whole left side. because you're. Are we going to go see it in Dolby Cinema? I guess. Well, yeah. I think what we do for Creed 2 is we go into those that uh, those high-end theaters that have alcohol and like the reclining chair yeah the one at riverside now right they're all they're all they're all so we could sit next to each other but we no, have but that's, Dol- that's dolby cinema oh, okay yeah i say we do it's that. like it's like fucking 30 dollars a seat yeah that's fine we're gonna splurge yeah, that's what i'm saying it's that's a good shit yeah they serve you food and everything yeah we're gonna splurge so so let's first talk about airplane etiquette before we get to the sports shit so, Lab, this is hot on your topic. I think I'm going to disagree with you guys on some of these just because I'm someone who traveled like a maniac for a huge portion of my life. I, put, I actually put over 200,000 miles in a year on Continental back when Continental was around, traveling to Singapore and Dubai and all over the place, London. So, so I may take this from a different approach than the casual flyer. You know, you guys just fly a couple times a year. I was flying, you know, a couple times a week. So let, let's have this discussion, Lab. What was it that set you off today that had you cursing in tweets, uh, cursing in texts about the airplanes? The airplane itself. The airplane itself. They don't fucking make seats big enough for guys like me. It's fucking ridiculous, and it's fucking annoying. That's what aggravates me. It has that, and the, rec- the seats that recline, they recline for about three inches. Like, they, they literally, you press the button, they go back for fucking three. I, flew, I went to Iceland last year, and I had a more comfortable flight, and the plane sucked. But these seats, they were like sitting in, I felt like I was sitting in a fucking Fiat. It was ridiculous. I mean, make fucking seats that are comfortable for people. United is the fucking nut low of airlines. Like, it is the absolute worst. And that's where I fly. That's where all my miles are. So it's kind of like Apple. Like, you're fucking trapped into the airline because I have all my fucking miles there. So, like, at the start of every year, I'm like, this year, I'm going to use a new airline. But I have so much status there that I stay with it. But United is fucking terrible like absolutely fucking airfare they cram you in there like a bunch of fucking lobsters You're never on time did you plan leave never on time and they give you a little bag a little bag like the size of um I, I don't even know what to size. the size of your palm of chocolate fucking wafers that's what i got <laughs> chocolate fucking wafers dude yeah see that's that's why i always say like i think it's more of a united thing because i tell everyone like i won't even fly you know if i'm going with someone you know, it's different. But if I'm flying alone, I fly first class every time. Like if I'm flying with someone, I'm not going to, I'm going to, you know, me and you go fly. I'm just, I'd rather sit next to you and coach than fly first class. But I, I can't do it. I can't do it back there. I cannot. The first class it. sucks too. I yeah, but at least in first class, class, you got a full menu. You got bigger seats. The seats are huge. A full menu. It's like, buy, it's like buying food at fucking the high school cafeteria. Right. But at least it's there. At least you can get like some fucking chicken and some, some fucking snacks and free alcohol and you got a big seat. You can lean back as far as you want. Kurt, what are your, some of your pet I, peeves? I haven't seen a plane with first class in like 20 years. Well, stop flying on fucking, uh, I go JetBlue. I only go JetBlue. Airlines. Like, Does JetBlue not have first class? JetBlue has yeah, they do. But they I only have like seen first class. Some of the planes, when you go in, you make a right to coach and a left to first class. So maybe well, they have like uh, what is it? Business that has a little more room, but it's not first class. Yeah, they have first class for sure. JetBlue's the best, hands down. South I got problems too, just like Mad Lab. Kurt not- fucking flies with chicken coops. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my problems aren't with the seats. My problems are with the people. Okay. I lose my shit when I fly. It drives me nuts. 
What, the whole, well, you were gonna, would you like to elaborate or you just wanted to let the podcast world know that you lose your shit? <laughs> the whole system, first of entering, right? They say now boarding. For some reason, everyone feels they have to bum rush the front like the plane's going to take off without them. So right there, you gotta, if you have little kids, you get to go on first, strollers. So you got to fight your way through all the idiots trying to get on. Then once you're on, the people have like conversations in the aisles. Then the worst part of flying is getting off the plane. Whenever you got to get off the plane, you'll be sitting there and logical people just sit there and wait till your row is ready, get up and go. The other people bum rush the aisles. There's nowhere to go. So you literally have to sit there with someone's ass in your face for like 20 minutes because they think they can get off sooner by standing next to you. Like, my, that triggers my biggest anger. And it's always a fucking Asian guy. Always a fucking Asian guy or feminist woman that goes from the row behind you and tries to get off the plane before you. That fucking sends me, like, I, I kind of let shit go. That sends me into a fucking tailspin when they're not even coming through like, hey, hey, sorry, I have a connecting flight. Like, excuse me, you know, because we've all been in that spot before, right? Like, yeah, you let that person go by. But the fucking Asian guy that just fucking wanders up in front of you because you're doing the right thing and you're sitting there waiting for your row to come and it's, oh, it's every time. It's a 70-year-old Asian man. Every no, but then you time. see him at the carousel waiting for luggage. Like he's right there with you. you didn't, didn't, nothing happened any faster. When you get off the fucking plane, like I get it, everyone wants to get off. And I also get standing up to stretch your legs because once it stops, I'll stand up and put one knee down on the chair and kind of look around and fucking yeah, stay out of the aisle. Stay the fuck out of the aisle and wait your fucking turn. You're not right. getting your luggage any faster. But a lot of these people are the one, same ones that have only carry-ons like Mad Lab. Mad Lab, how can you go with only carry-ons? I had to check a bag, dude. You told me last night. You didn't have yeah, to Yeah, I was trying to, but that's why I said it. By the time I got to the I had to do it. I had no choice, dude. I had no fucking choice. Yeah. Uh, you, are you like me, Lab, where you go for somewhere for two days and you pack for two months? Dude, if, I, if, you, if you could see how much shit I brought with me, it's disgusting. I brought my <laughs> really? I, bring I, did my, I did, my, I did the, the folding technique to save room. Right. Uh, you you got to roll the shirts up properly and you roll them up. You don't fold them. You roll them. Right, right, right. Right. Roll. But the important question is which razor did you bring with you? I brought yeah. two razors with me. Two. Whoa. What are you going to do? Do you have a fucking beach outing for the next few days? Yeah. And your hair grows like weeds. Like, no, nah, dude. I got, my, I got my, my peanut, the one that you saw. Did you the see you saw the peanut? peanut? Did you see the peanut? <laughs> 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 I got the wall peanut, and then I brought my skin tight Norelco. But why? If you did all your shaving before you dude, went, you what's going to happen? He doesn't get a 5 o'clock shadow, Kurt. He gets a 1 o'clock shadow. No, dude. I, I, I bring it down just in case. I, you know, it's got to be <laughs> What emergency done. hair grows nah, on your forehead? No, nah, <laughs> nah, dude. I got to crisp up the fucking beard, crisp up the tricep. I guarantee you, if Mad Lab shaves that fucking jungle of a crotch, that fucking what would happen if he never shaved it, that within... I would say by tonight, he's going to have stubble. There. No, you're wrong. You know why? I fucking had this discussion already. For some odd reason, my hair will grow in fast, but then it just stops growing. It just What's stops. That? It comes to like a fucking plateau and it doesn't grow no more. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking thing. It'll grow like in two days, but then it doesn't get it. If I keep it for like three weeks, it just doesn't move. It just stays like that. Everywhere? Like what about your facial hair? Could you grow like a long beard? Oh, yeah. But I mean, you know. Your ball hair? No, my ball. I my I don't have a fucking hairy nutsack, dude. Never did. 
Really? Nah, Terry, everything else. Nah, dude, why, maybe I don't know it's Terry because the things are always fucking trim very tight. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if you went a month without shaving anything? I've done it before. Bro, you got to remember, I was in a wheelchair for fucking six months. Mm. If you went a month without shaving anything, you'd look like those, those people you see in the documentaries that have hair all over their face and they look like monkeys and you can just see their eyes and their mouth. They would fucking. They would have a Discovery Channel documentary about finding Sasquatch. <laughs> so, what'd you do for those six months? I sat in a fucking wheelchair and I taught myself how to drive lefty. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I went. I, I, I went berserk. One uh, one day, uh, my neighbor found my wheelchair in the driveway. My car was gone. Because you couldn't my, move your right leg. Yeah, I had my right leg over in the passenger side, and I and I, and I started driving my car with my left foot. I looked like a fucking cholo. You <laughs> looked like you were humping the dash. I, no, I looked like I had that lean, like that gangster lean. Uh, <laughs> Another thing about airplanes, leaning the seats back. Now, Lab, it seems like you're on you're on team lean. I I dude, there they was, don't go though. No, even if they don't go, there's a fucking Twitter eruption. It's usually the fucking nerds who always say like leaning your seat back on an airplane is disrespectful where you shouldn't lean your seat back because you're invading the space of the person behind you. No one complains about that. No, dude, this (laughs) was like a six month war with thousands of people on Twitter. Why would anyone complain about leaning your seat back? Everyone does because they don't lean their seat back, I guess, because they think it's disrespectful. And my comment is, if the person in front of you leans their seat back yeah, everyone and you back. lean your seat back, then you have the same p- space and you're only fucking the person in the last row, right? It's like a domino effect. You're only fucking the person in the last row who deserves to be fucked for sitting in the last row. No, but they get more room back there. So there you yeah. go. Then you're not even fucking them. But here's the key. I couldn't do it because I was with my brother. But here's the key. The key is if you guys are flying, coach, then what you got to do is you got to tell the fucking people that you're willing to save the fucking plane if it goes down, they'll put you in the exit row at, with all the leg room. That's, yeah, that's really, you got to tell him, you'll save the fucking plane, dude. I'll save the I'll fucking save plane. The plane. Save everybody. He does this, Kurt. I've I do that. I've told yeah, him. I flew with him. He's like, because, you know, I'm not even a huge fan of the exit row. Like, I mean, I guess it's better. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, because the seats don't lean back in the exit row. So they don't the leg room. Yeah, but the leg room is important, I guess. But I, I need the lean. But uh, I was there with Mad Lab where he literally went up to the lady and he was like, listen, she's like, tell me, watch this. Was he all serious though? No, he was like, like you would have thought he was getting us like the fucking VIP suite at Trump Towers. Like he's like, ma'am, this is your lucky day. I'm like, yeah, you're with me. All right. You watch what the lab does. I'm like, what are you doing? The lab is on your flight. He's like, like, he goes up to the lady, goes, excuse me, miss. He goes, I just want to let you know if the plane goes down, I'm willing willing to save the plane. (laughs) <laughs> trained in the plane saving odds and uh and she's like oh that's good would you like to sit in the exit row he's like if if you want me there yeah <laughs> and then she's safe like, he into the exit row and he's like and he snaps the tickets like he's like bro i fucking told you <laughs> meanwhile if that plane went down i'd be like Tommy, Tommy, let's go. Hiding between my legs <laughs> Tommy, let's get out of here save yourself, yourself. stomping on children <laughs> oh shit i just realized i forgot to plug my other mic in thank god we're recording um so the sound quality on this will not be elite all right so the thing that fucking drives me nuts the most is the baggage claim area the fact that you check your bags and anyone can walk down there and steal your bags. It doesn't make any sense how they don't have a better tracking system with a chip 
or something like that. Like when I go to fucking what's the place that I'd never been to before that I went to a year and a half ago and I wrote a story about it. Walmart was it? Yeah, Walmart. So when you go to Walmart or a place like that, Kurt, you, you go to these places, Costco and shit like that. They, you got to show them your receipt on the way out. Right, you got to show them your card. Right, you got to show them a card or a receipt. It's like an ID. It's got your picture on it too. Right. So, <laughs> so therefore, weird. why don't I have a fucking card that I have to show some dude before I walk out that that, that matches my luggage? It yeah, but couldn't you even walk in off the street, yes! jump on the carousel, and you're right on the runway if you just stay on the carousel and get out <laughs> on the other end? <laughs> I mean, right? I think that's pretty aggressive because they could probably see that you did that and stop the carousel, and then you're trapped in the middle like a rat. No, but you can act like it's your bag going through. Be like, no, hold on, hold on, and just jump in and act like you're chasing your bag. Okay, you have mental problems. I, what would yeah, make more sense is to walk in off the street if you're homeless and just grab the first bag you see and walk out with it. Yeah. Right? Like, how does that not happen a hundred times a day at the airport where people steal the luggage? There should just be... a. It wouldn't even cost that much money. You don't even have to have a chipping system, honestly. You just need to have a sticker because you already have the sticker with the number on it. Keep your receipt. And then, you know, because they give you the, the stub, right? You keep the fucking stub. And then all you need to do is hire. There's only four doors at like LAX or Newark Airport. You hire fucking four people to stand by each door. Pay them fucking eight bucks an hour. And their only job is to say, let me see your receipt and match it with the number on the bag. If you lose the receipt, issue, you fucking got to tell them five things that are in the bag. Yeah. But I, airports are very hard to get to for homeless guys. No, they're Especially not, like they, Newark. They are, but it doesn't need to be a homeless guy. It could just be a piece of shit. Uh, all, right, yeah, all right. Lab, what do you think? <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I, I mean... I what is he doing over there? What are you doing over there? I keep Did you see him that. stretching and yeah. flexing? Well, I never know what he's doing over <laughs> no, there. No, because... but who the fucking... Like, think about it. Who is really just going to go into an airport... And yak Do you know Tom? the society that we live in? Bro, if Tom was homeless, he would be the worst human on the planet. Tom, Tommy, far. listen, Tommy would get like bags. <laughs> they would be like women's bags. You'd be walking in with your fucking skirts on. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. 100%. <laughs> what are you doing over there, lad? Why does your head keep going down? Are you texting or emailing? No, I'm drinking. I, oh, shit, son. No, I'm not drinking. Starting that Monday. Beverages. I keep putting oh, my, all right. Are you going to get vacation? drunk tonight? Tonight, yeah, brother. Yeah? yeah. Are you going to go prison lab on Twitter? Yeah, it's going to be a little, 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 little private event of love. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to get Miami poo? What's that? You gonna get some, are you going to get Miami dude, poo? They're going to, listen, they just look at fucking, watch when I go to the beach later. They're going to look at me and fucking, they're going to look at me like a buoy. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking hanging on me like a buoy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. They're going to think I'm the fucking Megalodon on that beach. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lab's in fucking Miami with like the best looking people in the universe. And he's probably fucking gained like 15 pounds eating Doritos for the last fucking yeah, month. I probably got the best fucking body down here right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about that fight real quick. Uh, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Um, I actually liked Fury for the fight. Uh, we were watching it together, the three of us. I was big on Fury Lab. You didn't put a bet prediction on it because you were rooting for Fury, but you didn't know where to go. You didn't want to bet against right. Fury. Um, I I loved Fury. Uh, I thought he would point him to death and he would win, win by a decision, and that's the bet that I put in. Once I realized that the, every boxing match is fixed, and once he got knocked down once, I tweeted on Twitter, if you believe in fixes, and everyone does, I, knows I do, Conspiracy G, if you believe in fixes, 
you should bet the 12 plus 1200 on the draw. And it ended up drawing. And a lot of people made a bunch of money off that. But, Kurt, I see you shaking your head. Bro, the draw was the perfect decision. Oh, my God. Yes, Fury outpointed him, but this isn't Olympic boxing. You got to win the fight. Really? He didn't win the fight. He got knocked down in multiple rounds. It doesn't matter because you got to remember, Kurt, when you score a round in boxing or MMA, you can't go back and change your card. So it's round one, they score. Round two, they score. Yeah, I get that. So if the, the score is the score, it doesn't matter how many knockdowns. You can't go back and change your score. So that, well, that's why I like the draw decision, because fine, Fury might have outpointed him, but Wilder was much better as a fighter. No, so, he wasn't. No, he wasn't even Fury just sucks. Fury sucks, right? He's not a good they boxer. Both, that doesn't matter. Whatever Fury did before means nothing. It's what he did in that fight. Fury, Fury is a very good six foot eight. Very slick boxer for his size, dude. And I said that. I said that. I said usually when punchers fight fucking boxers for the first time, real slick boxers, they lose, dude. And that, and they because they make you look stupid. They make you look. And he made him look fucking stupid. And he caught him twice, but it doesn't matter. He he picked him apart that entire fight. I watched the fight again. He picked him apart that entire fight. Well, I mean, the reality is he earned. He got the benefits of the knockdown by getting ten eight rounds. So he, he got the extra point benefit. He wiped out two rounds of Fury's dominance. And I said it at the beginning because we were watching the MMA and the, the uh, boxing at the same exact time. And I was, I, I'm like, I have this 5 nothing Fury. You know, maybe 4-1 after the first five rounds. Just, and that's, Mayweather made a career of that. Not winning fights, but winning rounds. Do you know how many people Mayweather beat that he never even hurt? You know, now granted, Mayweather wasn't getting knocked down like Fury was, so it's a different story. And Mayweather's, you know, a much yeah, Mayweather better. wasn't getting hit. But Mayweather's whole thing was just win the round, right, Lab? Like that's what Mayweather's done his whole career: avoid damage and win on points. Mayweather wasn't trying to knock people out every time he fought him. He didn't even start trying to knock people out till the ninth, usually, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. He, so, he he actually had a very good knockout ratio in the beginning of his career. Right, but I'm while, talking more. Until he fucked the up end. his hands. Right, he was a star. Yeah, he then was after a while, he just yeah, he started dodging opponents and dodging damage and just winning on points. You know, through most of the time. So, uh, what did you think, Lab? What did you think of the decision? I thought it was terrible. I, I, Kurt's I, the only person in America that thinks that thinks. Uh, yeah, I, but how am I always off on these? Just like the Triple G fight, you were and off I had on it. That the, too. I had and it they with were the both judge. Considered robberies. Do you think I should be a boxing judge? Absolutely not. You're worse than Adelaide Bird, dude. <laughs> no, but if I'm on the same level as them, like we're picking the same things, maybe I'm meant to be a boxer. No, like you're not. You you're not it. picking the same things. There's only one judge that had it a horrible card. That Mexican yeah. judge. I don't know. I forget his name, but he was the only judge. The draw, I don't even have so much of a big deal. Like, I don't have that much of an issue with that one guy giving him a draw. Obviously, I like that the one guy gave it to Fury. But the, the guy who had it for Wilder, it, it was just out of his fucking mind, berserk out of his mind, dude. Yeah, I think that's what comes. Like, how can one judge have it? I don't know. what the, I think it's 115, 111, or 114, 111, and one judge had, like, the same thing but the opposite side for the other fighter. Like, how could two people sit there and watch the same fight and have two totally different yeah, opinions? Yeah, that is Malinaji, Paulie Malinaji, right on the broadcast, if you listen to the broadcast again, when they're going through the replays, he goes, I don't even want to watch the, the replays. He's like, because that guy should never be allowed to judge in boxing ever again. And it's, it's it's just the sport is so fucking rigged. It's it's so rigged, and any sport with judging is so easy to rig. It's so far. You see it in MMA, too, Mike. You see 30-27 one guy and 30-27 the other guy. Yeah, it's Two bad. people that were sitting next to each other, the same fucking fight. Like, well, you need, know it's rigged. 
because they don't get rid of the whole three judge system because that's the only way to rig it. Of if they course. were smart, they have fifteen guys. There should in a be room fifteen somewhere. judges for every fight. One hundred percent. But they, and they shouldn't be at the arena because it's easier. They should to be control. watching it probably on TV in Secaucus, like the fucking replay officials do. Right with no volume. Yeah, with no volume, no anything podcast. because you get manipulated by the crowd. You get manipulated by the corner men, you know, screaming, and you hear what they're screaming like, "Oh, you're killing them! You're killing them!" You know, like that. that it, you, if you're a corner guy and you're fucking screaming out to your fighter. Stop getting hit. Stop getting like if you're streaming something negative out, that's going to affect the judges in a negative way. They're going to say Yeah, but even corner. just as far as a view, you have a much better view on a 60-inch TV oh, than God, sitting Lab's, ringside Lab on went, one side of the ring. Lab went and announced the fights down in Atlantic City for Ring of Combat, and I even said to him, I go, "Was it weird sitting down there like Lab, you had to look at the monitor half the time, right?" I did. Yeah. Even when the guy if you look at the, that one picture I posted, if when the guys actually leaning right against the cage right in front of me, I was looking at the monitor because they had the opposite side where i could see what he was doing with his hands right it's it's the worst angle the worst place to judge a fight is right on top of the fight yeah, it makes no sense if anything you should be over top of it they should have it like 10 feet above the ring over the ring looking down into the ring if you wanted to do that that's actually give better them a than, tv than a giant fun. tv yeah if you're on one side of the fucking cage or the ring how are you going to see what the fuck's going on on the other side if one of the guys has their back to you such a yeah. fucking story. Well, that's how you know it's fixed, because they've refused to change right. it. Who's even in charge of that? The, the fucking commission. The athletic commissions. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Mm. All right. What about this uh, Kareem Hunt thing? And by the way, we have a good segment coming up that we're going to do. And uh, this started at the Yankee game. We're going to do this shortly. Uh, things Mad Lab can accomplish. And this is going to be a thing where I want you guys to interact on Twitter. So don't miss this. But Kareem Hunt... Obviously, everyone talked about it last week. You know, what did it do to your fantasy team? And what is this? We don't need to go through all that. Obviously, Spencer Ware is taking his place. Spencer Ware is not going to be Kareem Hunt, but he's going to be as close as you can get to, you know, a free square going into the playoffs for those of you that made the playoffs. But he actually made $770,000 on the first year on the, this year. So Kareem Hunt wasn't a guy who was making fucking five, six, ten million million, $10 a year right now. He's still young. He's still on his rookie contract. He's basically on the commissioner's exempt list now. So my question to you guys is, will he be back? What is this comparable to? Do, to? Did he fuck up his life? So any takes you had, because me and Kurt had an argument on this uh, last week. So, Bod, it's on you. What's your take on a Kareem Hunt situation? Not whether it was right or wrong. We all know it was wrong. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yes, he 1,000% will be back. Uh, you can compare it to Michael Vick, right? He's going to serve a suspension. Either the Eagles or the Raiders are going to pick him up, and everyone will forget about this in a year or two. Because it wasn't as bad as Ray Rice. Like, it was bad, but not as bad as Ray Rice. Like, Ray Rice wouldn't have been able to recover from that. I disagree. Well, do tell. I I disagree for the simple fact that it wasn't as bad as Ray Rice, obviously. He shoved a girl, and then he... I mean, listen, I I think he's the biggest piece of shit. It was a nudge kick, right? Right. He didn't blast her in the head when she was down on the ground, Right. right? Like. Like, he, it wasn't Ray Rice. Like, you've heard people on Twitter say, like, I've kicked my dog harder than that. Like he, but he tried to make a statement, like, fuck you, whore, and, right. like, fucking kick her over. But my question is, one, what happens if he's not held back? The only difference between him and Ray Rice is there was no one holding Ray Rice back. He was attacking her. See, I don't know. You think he's just going to run up to her and punch her. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be run up and you're just screaming at each other. She'll probably slap him and maybe he'll hit back. But I don't think he was trying to get away to go and punch her in the face. Well, we don't know, right? But well, he, Again, we don't know. We right. don't even know what they were arguing so that about. So that's one of the things there. The other thing is it doesn't matter. You can't compare it to Michael Vick. 
you can't compare it to Tyreek Hill. And that's the funniest thing. Tyreek Hill beat the shit out of a girl, and he's on the same team as Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but they didn't cut him because he did that. They cut him because he lied to them about what he did. And no, that's bullshit. Well, that's, that's what they that's, say. That's a fucking spin zone. That's a spin zone. They knew everything he did. They just, they cut him because because the video. You came never out. know because there was no video out till the now. Video, so they, but, he might have lied to him. Yeah, they cut him because the video. If there was well, no think vi- about if you did it right, and you're even saying it now is more of like a nudge kick. What would you have told your right? Own, no, your I'm sure he lied, but right. they cut him because of the video. Like that's the whole thing. Like they they had the video. That's what everyone's saying. Like this video couldn't have just popped up now. This video is from fucking four months ago. They did a full police investigation on it. Everyone had the video. So uh, my whole thing is they saw the fucking video. You know, they I had know. to. There's no way they didn't see the video. And yeah. the reality is everyone keeps comparing it to sit like Tyreek Hill's still in the league. Ruben Foster just got signed. There's a video. It means so much more when you could see the act. Right. When you could well, see same with Mixon. Act. Well, Mixon's in the league, and look what Mixon did. But that again, Come that on. was before the league. That was in college. That was right. Like, people get a pass for that shit sometimes. When you get on TMZ, here's the difference: any team that signs Kareem Hunt, any team that signs Ruben Foster right now, like the Redskins did, yeah, that's mo- everyone moved on immediately. Whatever. We're in the middle of the Me Too movement, and my mom knows who Kareem Hunt is now. My mom has no idea who Ruben Foster is. Because Kareem Hunt was on TMZ with a video. Reuben Foster was in the papers. So you what know? would you do as an owner if you were the Chiefs owner? Um, Let's they, assume he lied to you. He said, it's not a big deal. I kind of nudge pushed her. It's not a big deal. Uh, it's and not about the video lie. Comes First up. of all, if I was the Chiefs owner and one of my players was in a hotel and fucking hit a woman, I would have had the video in my hands somehow. I would have put Mad Lab on the case because he's a fucking FBI agent. And he would have got a hold of that video in three days. So if I, they saw the video. They 100% saw the video. They were just hoping the video wasn't going to get leaked. Right. That's what happened. Would you have cut him? It depends on what type of organization I'm running. I would set a precedent. For me personally, there's two sides to this. There's football players are paid to play football. And half these guys have probably hit a woman before. Half these guys have been arrested for drugs. Half these guys have fucking, you know, garnished guns and fucking nightclubs and shit like that. So if I'm going to set the precedent as a team that this shit is not allowed on my team, more like a Patriot way, then yeah, I would have cut them. But if I'm going to take chances on hiring guys and bringing guys onto my team that have a history of hitting women, once you have Tyreek Hill on your team, you cannot cut Kareem Hunt. Like, yeah. unless you make it up and say he lied. Because guess what? Tyreek Hill lied, too. But, Lab, what's your take on all this? What do you think? Uh, if, first of all, as an owner, he'd be, he wouldn't even fucking sniff the facility ever again. That's, that's, right. that's one thing. I, listen, when you're the, you got to remember, when you guys watch these, you guys know, but I'm saying to other people, when you watch TV, you see these guys scoring touchdowns, and you look at them, and it's, they're men. These are kids. These are kids. They're right. going to make mistakes. They get that much money. They're going to you know, go out. Maybe they'll party a little bit. They'll get drunk. They'll get DWI. They'll get into trouble. That stuff you could tolerate within points. You lay a hand on a fucking woman. You're, you don't even fucking sniff my facility anymore. I don't give a fuck if you, if you nip their hair, if you push their shoulder. You do not sniff my fucking facility anymore. And it has nothing to do with the Me Too movement. It just has to do with that's a fucking morality thing with me. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if that it's to the detriment of my team. You don't sniff my fucking facility. I, I agree with you. As far as what because he did. Because we're on a podcast. Time out. Time out. On that note. I agree with you because we're on a podcast. I feel like that could be a cop-out answer. No, I feel it's like not that at all. That's, be, that's the way I am. 
No, I feel no, like that's a that that's could be a an answer. That's that's I'm what not, I am. I'm just because, telling you because it may st- it may st- it may st- stem you in the beginning, but in the long run, you're going to end up being the Yankees where you can't wear a beard. You're going to be the you're going to be that you're going to be known as that organization. If the you problem with that. it is every single person, and, and this is why I'm asking you to to think a little deeper on this. I know that's your stance, and I listen. Me and you are two of the people in the world the most against touching a woman. So I mean, that, we don't need to preface that, but. Everyone with a microphone is going to say that. No, I'm not, I'll say no, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying to the listeners out there that are probably saying it. I want to address what they're probably saying. Everyone with a microphone who's not in that situation is going to say it. Right, Kurt? Yeah. yeah like, who the fuck would come out here and be like, well, everyone's going to say exactly that. So you don't know if it's genuine amongst people or not because everyone's going to want the fucking points of, oh, you know, I wouldn't be allowed on my team. Well, what, happens? what happens if you're an owner of a team, your team has been, been weak for the last five years, you finally have a great team, and your seven best players, because you've got to take it to the extreme to see what you'd really do. Your seven best players, Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, all the best players on the team, all were in a situation the same night and all hit a woman. And you have to cut that whole fucking team, Mad Lab. You have to cut every single star on your team, almost lose half your fan base, cut your money supply off, and possibly lose your franchise. So you're basically saying an impossible situation. No. Yes, you are. Because what saying I'm saying is every star on my No, but team, just hypothetical. No, it's a hypothetical. Because that would never happen, though. But if it did, but, but, by you I saying think Mad Lab there's would a hard, him. fast rule that anyone who puts their hands on a woman or anyone who does it is off the team, that situation can happen. You'd be gone. And that's what I'm saying. You hit a woman, you're gone. Yeah. Nah, I think Mad Lab's true. Yeah. I mean, I, right. I think you'd do that. I think you'd also, that's why you couldn't be an NFL owner. Fine. I'm a, I'm a moral because person. Because can't do it, Mad Lab. You're out. Right. I'm out. Like, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. <laughs> you're out. I'm out then. Because <laughs> the bottom line is, you, <laughs> if you're going to be an owner in the NFL or NBA. I'd be the Steinbrenner. That's what I'd be. Re- 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 after but 10 years. Making I'd people Steinbrenner shave. the same way. Steinbrenner brought <laughs> in a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, but you're making it sound people. like there's going to be a, 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 the movie uh, Gangs of New York where it's going to be men versus women. My entire team's going to have a brawl <laughs> yeah, with a bunch of pitchforks. women. It's not going to happen. Uh, I'm talking about, but, this. but you can't. Make but it, it almost is happening, right? Because Tyreek Hill did it, Green right, Hunt yeah, did it. All it takes I mean. is the Kelsey to do it, and there you go. Him is because they allowed Tyreek Hill back on the team. What if? What if right. it was Kelsey and Mahomes left in a hotel, and some three girls came and jumped Mahomes, and then they just started teeing off, and there was film of drunk. it. Yeah, you're gone. Now you got four you're guys. Gone. You got Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Kelsey, and Mahomes. Your whole you're team's gone. done. I basically ride with my backup for the rest of the year, then. I agree. Keep in mind, you're you're out of the owner position. And I'm you out of the owner position. Lost your job, I'm in, right? I'm, which is why. That's fine. Right. I agree. I'm just saying these th- situations are tougher because you're. Where's the line? That, that's the other question. Where's the line? It, well, we all okay, know so hitting it, a woman is the worst thing. What about dog fighting? Th- th- right. That's why, about, That's another thing. I don't agree with Kurt when he said it's the same thing as uh, as uh, Michael Vick because you can't compare what Michael Vick did. He just. Well, I'm not he, comparing he what nudged, happened. He, he I'm nudged, comparing. He nudged her, which I didn't. Honestly, I'm. I, I don't like the the, 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 the the intent of it, but he didn't hurt her. You're talking about a guy who dogs died, dude. He buried him. I mean, that's fucked up. So now, so now, anyone who hurts a dog is off your team. Anyone who hits a woman is dude, off your team. You're gonna you're gonna play for me outside of alcohol, drugs, little missed blips and blaps. Okay, you know what's a good comparison? You are you're gone, dude. The, the whole NFL. Okay, then that's why I'll never. What be about AP? I'll never. What about never AP be, when hitting? What his about kid? AP hitting his kid? Was there a video on it? 
What I'm does it matter? About, I'm talking about everything. So, so things are only bad. If right, so, so you're the on first tape? one with the Me Too movement, right? So you're gonna believe every woman that tells no, you that? No, I'm just saying. Okay, so if there's video? no video on it, I can't. I can't accuse anybody. There's of anything. pictures of the kid with bruises on him. There's st- it's still not proof of anything. It's still uh, not see, proof. See, of this. So what if he admits to it? What if he admits to it? Yeah. What if he says, "Yeah, I hit him with a what they call it a switch." You admit to it, you're gone. You're gone. Okay. What if you did cocaine in a locker room before a game? You're you could stay. What? Drunk yeah. driving. I just told you if you're a young kid and you make a couple mistakes here and there before with, with the alcohol, game with drugs before you're bent you'll be benched but I'm not going to uh, kick you off the fucking t- you you'll get a second chance for that. That you'll get a second chance for. You won't get a second chance for a so morality please, issue when it comes to hitting a woman or I agree with you. I agree so, with you on those principles look at Lawrence but Taylor. today's today's world doesn't allow it. Today's world I doesn't agree. allow Today's world doesn't allow an owner to be successful and follow that moral code. What, what about George Steinbrenner? Oh, stop. George Steinbrenner brought in the biggest fucking drug addicts and shit. Uh, did, did, did Didn't he, he bring had, strawberry and good in? Yeah, come on. <laughs> bro, but he, had a, he had a code. Bro, he, had a, he, laid, he put a code on that team, dude. You weren't uh, even allowed dude, to have code, a mustache. The code was that, that you couldn't wear a beard. That was the fucking code. Stop. Clean David, cut, well, dude. David Wells pitched Clean the perfect cut. game. Da- yeah, that's not a code. That's oh, yeah, for him to make it look like he has a fucking code. If you're bringing on crackheads onto your team and David Wells pitching perfect games, well, you're see, but that's what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, you're talking about the avenue where I said that I would let certain things like that go by. You got an alcohol issue, you'll have a I second know, chance. Man. You have a drug issue, you'll have a second chance. There's just so many gray area topics. It's basically if you don't impact another person or animal's life, Mad Lab will Absolutely. be okay with it for you a second. What if you drive life? drunk? Right. Okay. What if you drive drunk, Lab? Dude, Bruce Bruce Smith did it a hundred times in Buffalo. What if you drive drunk and kill someone? Well, then, then you're, you're out. You're gone. So that think about the difference. If you life. really want to have it, then you shouldn't allow drunk driving because all drunk driving could lead to suicide. Well, first, you're of all, basically first, of all, first of all, every fucking team has that in place. Why they don't use it, I don't know. That blows me away. That every team right, has, but, they get free Ubers or limos or wherever. So I don't even understand. Here's your, here, this is this, and, and again, here's your, your, the way I see it. Here's the Labanites or whatever the fuck your team name's called, the Labamaniacs, whatever it is. Here's the Labamaniacs model. You could do anything you want, just don't get caught on video or have some bad, some bad. I don't want to know about it. You could drunk drive. I can't see. Just it. Must don't not kill be dirty. someone. That's it. You can you can hit a girl. Just don't let it be don't, caught on don't tape. Don't let me see it. Look, the problem with this is is this is these kids are kids and they're getting paid too much fucking money. That's the problem. There's no other I problem. Know. They're getting paid way too much money at 23 years old. I think I would be more like like listen. Obviously, the woman thing. It's close to my my history and my past, you know, like I know a lot of girls who have been in that situation and, you know, me and Kurt didn't grow up in the greatest environment of respect towards women in some situations. So uh, that's a soft spot for me. Right. But I, I think, honestly, you know, when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals and the Oakland Raiders and teams like this, like I there's a, there's a part of me that says these guys aren't getting paid to be good people. These guys are getting paid to play football. And the more we try to make athletes good people, the more ridiculous it is because we have literally people playing on the same team who did the same thing and one's playing and one's not because there was a video. You're almost setting the precedent of do whatever the fuck you want, just don't do it near a camera, which is more dangerous than setting a hard, fast rule one way. Either, listen, you're not a role model. I'm, I didn't bring you on. I didn't draft you for your – look at Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, everyone's playing on their fantasy team and loves Joe Mixon. Dude did the same fucking thing. I, I, I just, I just, there's a, the, the line is so blurred between what's okay and what's not. 
Well, that's why it's a case by case situation. And then even then it's what the type, what year it is. Like if this happened, what, 10 years ago, you think the same outcome? I'll tell you this. The problem, the problem with the league too, is that if the fucking fifth string wide receiver for the fucking, for the Rams ends up getting caught with fucking Coke on him, he's off the team. But if it's Robert Woods or Jared Goff or Todd Gurley, he's not. Like, there's different rules. For yeah, but that's teams. the same thing with Tebow and Kaepernick, right? They both have so much baggage, but they're not worth the baggage. Right. So they're off everyone's teams. Kareem Hunt is worth it, obviously. Right. And he'll be an eagle yeah, or a How much of his money do you think he already spent? Oh, I don't know. He only uh, made like 700 grand. Probably gone. It's all gone. It's probably gone. He'll yeah, be back. He's gotta definitely going to be back. He'll definitely be back. The Raiders will probably start. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Raiders are the perfect Keep mind, team. He's on commissioner's exempt list, so he can't. Teams can't sign him until the NFL reinstates him. And in the middle of this fucking movement that's going on with a video coming out, I the NFL would need to make a statement saying they are letting Kareem Hunt back. Yeah, they'll let him back. And I can't see the NFL doing that. You, think he's, you don't you think, think they're going to let him back? I think his. I think he. There. I think he plays zero snaps next year, and then the year mm. after that he may be back. How old is he? He's a baby. He's in his second year. Like twenty four or something, probably. But that's yeah, hundred percent. He's back. I think he's back in two years. I don't think he plays next year. Wow. Not even because the team won't sign him. The fucking Redskins will sign him tomorrow. They need a running back, and they just signed Reuben Foster. So why not fucking double down? But I, they, he has to come off commissioner's exempt list before a team can sign him. And I don't think the league is dumb enough in the middle of this movement to turn around and let him back in next year. They'll wait till a year and a half later. They're going to give him a year to go find himself. And do community service shit and speak at rallies and do all that. And then all of a sudden, they'll, he'll be back in in 2020. He'll come off in around April or May. He'll get signed by, I don't know, let's just say the Eagles. He'll serve a six to eight game suspension and he'll be back midseason next year. Lab, what's your take? A, what's your, what's your, give me a final I, answer. I, def, I, I mean, I think he's definitely going to get signed. I, I don't, I, and I, next, no, when though? I think when next and what year, team? I think next year he'll be signed. By who? Yeah. I, I, I could see a team like the Raiders picking him up. You know, yeah. I can see the Raiders it. make the most sense. Yeah. Redskins actually make the most sense, in my opinion. But all right, let's move past that. Todd Gurley, Kurt, I know we were watching this and we were bitching about this together. Todd Gurley running to the goal line. Two minutes. That's awesome. Dude, I, we love when the players slide down and fuck the fantasy. When teams, it's not right? your player. Right, right. When it's not <laughs> your player. Right. We lo- well, we love it just because we could talk about it. Right. When it's your player, you want to fucking kill him. But you guys have all seen that, right? Minute left in the game, third and four. Other team has no timeouts. First down ends the game. Guy will break it for a, a touchdown, and then he'll slide down at the one-yard line. I think Brian Westbrook was one of the first people to ever do this. Yeah, I think it was Westbrook. Yeah, I think it was B. West. Um, to slide down at the fucking one to end the game, which is smart. It's the smart move. But Todd Gurley took it to another level. For those of you that missed it, fucking Rams up seven. Right? So you want to get up more than seven. Two minutes and 30 seconds left. I believe Detroit had at least one timeout, too. And Todd Gurley breaks it to the goal line and runs sideways at the goal line. It goes down with two and a half minutes left. Oh, and the two-minute so warning happy. was going to stop the clock. Like, there's no way you could have ended the game there. Like, Detroit was getting the ball back. So all you did was take seven points off the board for what could be a potential you know, fumble, what could be potential field goal. They ended up getting in anyway, so it ended up working out. But, Kurt, your take. But it would have been so good if he didn't. But what it is is because they love the credit they get when they do it. Oh, he's such a team player. He's putting a team first. He didn't score a touchdown. And that's what Gurley was trying to feed off of. 
And, you know, he just he didn't think because he didn't think he was going to break it. And he didn't think, oh, I'm going to take a knee here or not. I think maybe he thought it was like a minute 30 left instead of 230. No, left. I think he knew the time. He just it was a split. So he's like, oh, shit, I'm going to score. Do I want to score? But there's not enough time to think, oh, shit, they have a timeout. So you're just like, oh, let me take a knee. Everyone's going to love me. He did the Bo Jackson <laughs> tech mobile where you run to the goal line and then run up the goal. Yeah. line, And then you go all the way yeah, back exactly. to the other side of the field. Uh, I was so happy. And then I was so angry when he scored because I don't have him. I didn't have him in DFS. I had McCaffrey. I was so excited. And then he scored like what? A play later. Yeah. So it ended. I it would have been so much better. The if best scenario would have been Jared Goff fumbles the next snap. Detroit gets the ball. Yes. Drives downfield, scores and goes for two to win the game. <laughs> Like that would have been. I like would have loved it. Apocalypse, <laughs> Lab. What do you What do you think? Did you? I mean, I know I you were packing. I think he. Uh, I think this the situation of him not scoring was actually he was in a fantasy draft this year. He could not draft himself, <laughs> and he decided to fuck the person that drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is the week to decide if you get in the playoffs or not, right? So yeah. Can you imagine that was the reason? It could yeah, be. I was no, I mean, saying, but can no. you imagine? I think he just lost track of the time. No, I'm just, I just know, but know I'm just saying, doing. can you imagine? That would be like, great. What's the kicker from, uh, what's the one kicker who's like, like in like seven fantasy leagues every year, dude? I don't even nah, think he's in the league. Oh, I'm sure I think he was on Minnesota. Yeah, the guy that was on the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Like imagine he shanked a couple fucking field goals. Maybe that's that, why he's not in the league anymore. Maybe all the kickers yeah. are in fantasy leagues because that's what it seems like this year. MVP race. Oh my God, this year. So with the NFL MVP race, we basically had Mahomes. Looked like he was in the driver's seat coming into this week because of Breeze's flop on national TV. So Breeze was the favorite. He flopped. Mahomes then became the favorite. He flopped. Now, granted, he put up good stats. But when you're beating the Raiders by three on a game that everyone was watching, that's got to worry a little of the Mahomes backers. And then, obviously, Gurley's just been laying in the cut. He's like plus 2,800 somehow, and he was the favorite halfway through the year. Goff is back there. And Mr. Rivers just put himself into the conversation last night, in my opinion, with that amazing comeback against the Pittsburgh Steelers on national TV. So, Kurt, Bod, where you at? Gurley's out. Don't even fucking say his name. Gurley's out. Why? Gurley's a product of the system in his offensive People line. Don't I don't want to hear Gurley's Dude, name. these are fucking – you think these voters even understand what a system is? Like, if Gurley goes down, do you think the Rams skip a beat? No. Yes. doesn't matter. They skip He's a beat, useless. but they're still dominant. No, yeah, they're still winning every game. Rivers is a good point. I love the Rivers point. Uh, Mahomes is definitely going to get it. And, I mean, with Trutisky going out these last two games, he's out of the running now. Someone laugh? Someone laugh? Oh, God. That's the only reason he's out of it right now. But, yeah, it's going to be Mahomes. It's the only one. Just, just that. They're, what, 10-2? and two. Yeah, I mean, record doesn't even matter at this point. Both All three teams will have a bye. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Mahomes. Mahomes should get it, but uh, Lab? Yeah, it's 100% Mahomes. I don't even think it's a question. I think Breeze is still alive. I think Breeze is still alive. I think if Kansas... So what do you think he needs to do to get it over Mahomes? He needs to fucking... Because keep in mind, here was the odds as of November 28th. As of November 28th, Breeze was minus 400. Mahomes was plus 250. Now, Breeze flopped on national TV, but keep in mind, that just happened. Right, So the recency bias of that just happening was a big deal. The problem is they lost that game. Breeze has 30 touchdowns and three interceptions. Mahomes has 41 touchdowns but 10 interceptions. You know, Obviously, Mahomes is thrown for a lot more yards. Mahomes is younger. He's so, last year. Yeah, if Mahomes goes for 5,000, which he will, 
he automatically wins yeah, it, right? Because he's going to have 5,000. I think it's going to end up being Mahomes you can't because not give it to him. Mahomes gave it away when he lost to the Rams. That he gave it away in that game, but he didn't because it was such a shootout and a good game. No, no, if they no, got did. killed no, like did. the Saints he did. did, he was the favorite going into that game. And after that game, he gave it away. Where Breeze became the favorite because he lost, but then Breeze just gave it right back to him. So Mahomes right. is going to have to give it back to Breeze. He's going to have to have another national TV game where he has a stinker. Because keep in mind, he they, it was a shootout, Kurt, but he turned the ball over five times. Right, that but that's what he does. That comes with right. It. But I mean, you can't be the MVP if you're giving the other team wins. You know, right? It would be so hard not to give him the MVP if he throws for five thousand yeah. yards and fifty touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> like how could he not win MVP? Happen. That's what's going to happen for a hundred percent. So you guys are all you guys are both on Mahomes, yep. right? Yeah, it's got to be Mahomes. Like it would take four interceptions every game. No, it would just take a national TV flop. It, this is a recency bias world. I think And it has to be towards the end of the year like week 16 or something. It have cuz he could still flop one game like this week and still be okay. Yeah. And then uh Green Bay's basically knocked out pretty much right now, Kurt. That's your Fuck division. Green there. Bay. Fired Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Green Bay. Tommy G not only called the Fury upset on No Mercy with Pat Mayo, which you guys should definitely give a listen to. It's it's the Bod's favorite podcast Bro, ever. That was the best episode with you and Pat Mayo. Lab, what do you think <laughs> about that? That fucking the Bod over here is saying that the Mayo episode was the best episode in No Mercy history. Well, I'm, I'm Mayo biased, so I, I don't mind. Are you a little offended? I mean, no. I'm even almost a little no, offended. I'm not, I'm not, you were in the episode. Yeah, but it was. The, I feel like you're saying it like Pat carried it. 100%. Yeah, I feel like you're just saying like it was the best episode because of Mayo. Like I haven't heard you. Right. You've raved about it. You've told me 10 times how great it was, but you it haven't was once great. complimented me. No, you were there. Right. Like you, I was. You just, were a part of it. You were like that backup quarterback with the clipboard. You were there. <laughs> You'll get a ring. But you didn't really do anything to get the ring, right? Like, that's the perfect comparison. All right? That's basically what happened. Pat Mayo was great. He brought his A game. So you think Pat Mayo was the best episode in No Mercy history, not Pat Mayo and Tommy J? But, like, halfway through the episode, I'm like, is this dude my real brother? Like, we were so similar in so many different things, like with the Google Calendar stuff, the going to the movies alone. So many different things. I'm like, this is my real brother, not this other asshole over here. <laughs> like, so I loved it. I, I'm just saying. Lab, what do I know? Do you know Mayo fucking actually said that if he could pick any generation to be 20, he'd pick this one. Oh, and that was the other thing. Did he? Oh my god. Lab. <laughs> oh my god. Lab. Come on. Well, I could see Mayo. Mayo looks like he walks around with those tight pants on. <laughs> doi, 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 <laughs> he wears those fucking like sat. He because wear, he wears those salmon colored shirts. Yeah, well, let me ask you something. Let's say if you go back to whatever you guys want, the sixties or seventies. Do you know about this time period right course, now, or dude, you just oh don't God. know about? There's no way. Ten minutes in, you're like, "Where's my central air?" You would not last yes, ten I minutes. Would, I you think get it's hot with than central not air. About it, it's definitely a no brainer if you don't know about it. But um. I, I still would rather be back there. Dude, you, I prove it. Because you got to remember, you if, guys you're, if, see, you're, if you go back there, you're not going back there. You're not going back to the future. You're going to be in the time where you don't even know what the fuck a cell phone is. Kurt's saying Imagine telling people in the 60s, you're going to have this thing you hold in your hand and you can order anything. You could ask it any question and you'll get everything instantly. Yeah, imagine being back then too and telling people today you're going to be dealing with fucking girls that fucking post pictures everywhere and fucking have yeah. social media outlets to people slipping their DMs everywhere. 
Yeah, yeah, but you got to put in so much more work to get poo back. Uh, no, there. you crazy? did. That's such a lie. That's what Mayo there said was, too. Bro, that, yes, you do. Because both of you got to leave your house. No, right there's a problem. You don't because everyone was fucking everyone. Well, you're thinking of Woodstock. Yeah, that's me and Labra talking about the free love. No, time. no, I'm, I'm talking about like at Woodstock. I'm not talking about the era of Woodstock. What do you mean that whole era? Not everyone was just hippies banging everywhere. Yes, they were. Everyone uh. was fucking everybody. <laughs> they were fucking everybody. They were like the bodies. They were fucking everybody. <laughs> Dude, we do smash a lot of the poo. The bodies smash poo. What do, what do you do? You smash poo and what else? We pick up babes and we smash poop. Yeah. That's what they we like, do. Were, it was like a generation of the bodies just picking up <laughs> babes and smashing I guarantee poop. you would last about, I don't know, I'll give you maybe 10 days. And you're like, all right, get me out of here. No Especially way. if no you way. know about no right way. now. No way, no way, no way. No way. Yeah, these I feel like people you don't even today. know me. It's I feel like you don't even know me. How am I related? <laughs> but that's the thing. You're pissed about today because of all other people. All they do is fucking lie. All they do is... But think about yourself. Well, you could order me. a TV and have it at your house tomorrow. Dude, but that's great. But that doesn't fucking... I'd, I'd sacrifice well, you know all the... Con- I'd sacrifice all the convenience for no, a better life. Where a, handshake, where a handshake was like a signed contract. Where when someone says, hey, I got you, I'll do this for you, they do it for you. When you consensually sleep with a girl, she doesn't fucking try and you know, uh, get money out of you We're like they do with these athletes. We're so you're too busy thinking about the people around you. Think about yourself. I want to unlock a door by pressing a button on but my that, phone. What does that mean? I'd still I want to make my house 70 degrees by clicking a button on my phone. I don't want to go chop wood. You don't even want to buy a new hat a, and you want to buy fucking things. Look at your fuck, this hat is the shit right here. Don't you fucking always tell me all the time, Tom, you're the only person who doesn't use a phone or an iPad. You're the only person who still writes. Yeah, but you shit use a down. laptop. But I know. But I'm saying I'm still antiquated with 99 percent of my shit. Uh, uh, so I haven't embraced all this new Google Calendar iPad shit that you guys. Yeah, have but that's with. why you're a lost on everything. You don't know what's going on. I you're not plugging in mics. You're not hitting record. To. Because <laughs> you have no alerts on your phone telling you what you have to do, when you have to do. Whenever we have a meeting with the company, where's Tommy? Where's Tommy? Tommy comes in 20 minutes later. Yo, uh, just, uh, yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> same, same with Mad Lab. I had to text Mad Lab. Mad Lab, you know there's a meeting going on, right? Down uh, what meeting? Two fighters, dude. <laughs> dude, me and Mad Lab are the same. But your Google Calendar will tell you, yo, bro, you got a meeting going on right now. It's great. We are the same. Our answer fits us. We both want to go back. You have your personal assistant in your hand. Isn't that great? 24 hours a day in your hand. Hey, uh, hey, Google, why is the sky blue? And you'll get an answer. Anything. Yeah. Or you just be it's like, great. me and MedLab and just know the answer. Uh, YouTube, how do I change my oil? Two-minute video, bang, done. Yeah. Like, it's great. We live in but such a great time where done, you could Kurt. do anything it in your It has forced us you into a society of people that don't know how to drive to their friend's house without navigation, that have Which no social fine. awareness of how to get anywhere, that can't survive if that piece is taken from them. But again, you're thinking about other people. They don't don't worry to... about other people. But worry about you. With me, too. I got a fucking... Dude, Lab, <laughs> when I go to Mad Lab's house and I don't have my phone, or my phone well, dies, I got to call them up. I don't even know how to get there. I've been there 50 times. That's your fault. But that's everyone. I've been able to adapt to this generation, and I love it, and I do not want to go back. How's that? You're an idiot. Yeah, but <laughs> Kurt, if you, didn't, if you didn't live in this generation, you wouldn't know what it's like if you lived... Like, it's not going back in time. 
So you wouldn't know what right. the fuck a, a cell phone was. You wouldn't know what a fucking flat screen TV. Well, was. that was why my question right, well, was let's if ask you knew it again. or wouldn't know. Assuming you're not taking a fucking DeLorean back to the fucking seventies, right? So you don't know about you right. Don't now. know about technology. What generation would you still want to be twenty in? I'm gonna say right now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he's married. Tommy. It's because he's stupid. He's mar- no, if I was single, no. I would say Are now even more, where I can nuts? press a button and get poo. Are you nuts? Yeah, bro. This is what these guys... See, Mayo's You want to be single lab. for the rest of your life? Kurt, Kurt doesn't know. Lab. Here's bro, the- I can order a wife on my phone no, if I can. want a wife. Yes, I can. I will order a well, Russian wife right now. There you go, right go Tommy. There's your answer. I can order a wife on my phone. Right. I can do anything on my phone. It. I love that. Lab, here's what the problem is. Mayo's married. Kurt's married, Right. When you're talking to married people who've been out of the dating game for a decade, half these guys, Lab, they look at what we do on the fucking, you know, when you're on, I mean, fuck, I don't even use any of it anymore. And this is the God's honest truth. Lab can tell you, I don't even use these fucking apps anymore. I got so pissed off at them. But like Tinder and things like that, like they look at that and go, oh, it's so easy. They don't realize, Lab, that every girl you meet on there is a fucking lunatic and has 5,000 other guys that are fucking sitting there saying, you know, oh, yeah, but you still, you're missing a point. You still have the normal method of going to a bar or wherever no you go and picking up a girl. There's no such thing anymore, dude. It's, bro, bro, bro you have you no could idea. Get They're, at all the bar. They're all Social crazy. Social media has turned dude. everyone into a lunatic. But again, you guys are obsessed with the people around you. Worry about I would ra- yourself. No, that's the people we got to stick our dicks in. Worry about yourself. <laughs> Lab, <laughs> this is what we're trying to explain to you, Kurt. This is what Let we're me explain trying to this. Explain to you. I cannot live without this little icon on my phone. You see that with my calendar? I cannot live without turning on my phone and seeing all the things I have to do today. <laughs> That's why I don't get an iPhone because iPhone doesn't have that. I cannot live like that. So I love this life right now. It keeps me organized and on point. Okay. The, uh, the problem is, Kurt, I'd rather live in a generation where women were less accessible and less easy to click a button to get, but more normal because they haven't been damaged by social media and dating sites and Instagram. Right. And so that's and proving my point. You're so worried about the people you around guys you. aren't dating these girls nowadays. Okay, hold on. Who are psychopaths. So you're like, you could pick up a girl on your phone. No. Yeah. Okay. So I got a question. Would you take girls out of it? You could have girls from any generation you want right now. Would you stay right now? And get the girls from the 60s brought into this generation. Okay, so that's what it's about. So to you, it's all about the girls no, of that girls, generation. It's about the people. I'm not just everyone. I'd okay, rather have the people. The people. I'd rather party with strangers not, from the 60s. I'd rather do drugs. I'd rather fuck See, with no condoms. I'd rather do all that shit from the 60s. See, I'm looking at, at it from my standpoint. Lab, I like now because I like all the stuff I could do. <laughs> I don't care about the people around me. I care about what I could do in this generation, in this time period. But that's the whole thing. You don't. You're not single in this time period, so you don't understand how bad it is. Bro, I'll smash poo in any generation. Doesn't matter. You fucking knucklehead. All right, let's do a couple of these things here before we get out of here. I want to do a couple hard of out. These, these. Yeah, you got a hard out in what five minutes? Yeah. Okay. So let's do a couple of these. I got a long list of things Mad Lab can accomplish. So we'll space them out over shows. This all started as a Yankee at a Yankee game, and I want you guys on Twitter. I'll start a hashtag, and you guys throw some things that if you think mad lab can accomplish these things so mad lab basically at the yankee game during the playoffs they don't know they can't answer this correctly what do you mean no i want them to say like could mad lab wrestle 
No, but they could still say, could Mad Lab wrestle a bear? Could Mad oh, Lab, oh, they're asking you know, the question. So. Yeah, they could ask yeah, the question, yeah, and question. then me and Kurt will give the real answer, and you can give the delusional one. It'll be perfect. But the whole point is they got to remember, Mad Lab is serious when he oh, answers. He's dead this isn't serious. a gig. This is real. This is not this is an act. Okay? This is not, not an a act. Bit. So, uh, and again, I have a list of 12 that we went through at the Yankee game. This podcast will be three and a half hours long if I did that. <laughs> So I'm going to do one or two just before we get out of here because Mad Lab's got to go fucking dip his balls in crystal sands down in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal sands. And and then what we're going to do after that is every show we'll do a couple more. So we got in an argument at the Yankee game, and I was saying thing. Mad Lab makes these outlandish comments, the first one of which is, I could beat LeBron one-on-one, right? And then he'll make an outlandish contract, and then he'll back it up a little bit and be like, whoa, all right, time out. I couldn't beat him one-on-one. But if you spotted Mad Lab 12 and a half points, this was what he told me. If you spot him 12 and a half points in a game of one-on-one versus LeBron, where it's make it, take it, okay? Because he said it has to be make it, take it. So if I make my shot, I get the ball back. He said he could beat LeBron in one-on-one, Bod, if he was spotted 12 and a half points in a game of He said if he gets hot behind the arc, he'll just keep making shots. I wasn't always fucking uh, six two fucking two seventy, dude. Or Jack. Well, were you six nine two seventy? Bergen County three point champion, dude. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I was. Bro, I'll, you know shit out of take, you. When I get home from Miami, I'll take a screenshot of the actual okay. pamphlet, the flyer. Bro, lab. No one cares. As good as you were when you were in high you school, give me that one was rock. that much better. You give me that rock with twelve and a half points, and I'm fucking. As long as I'm hot that day, I'm. I'm. <laughs> It's like it's Because you got to remember, we see people. What you guys don't understand is this. He's laughing because he laughs at Kurt's no, laugh. This is, he's not no, laughing because he doesn't believe what he's it's saying. It's ludicrous that you guys, you guys got to listen. When you guys play one-on-one, I don't know. what's This is the way we do it in New Jersey when you play one-on-one. When you check me the ball, you're not allowed to cross the foul line until I dribble. You know that, right? The foul line? You start behind I the hope three everyone points. knows No, 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 no. Not when you check the ball. You check the ball at the foul line one-on-one. You're not okay. allowed to cross uh-huh. that line until I take my first dribble. When I take my first dribble, but then you're not you're allowed, allowed to, to go backwards either. Of course I can. I could back up to the three point line. And you could check, and it. then he could follow. No, no kind of rule is that? You cannot what kind of fuck play. Are you playing one on one? You cannot d up. What kind of rule? All right, even if you have those crazy rules, you still aren't losing. I would fucking you... make it rain. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to cover him, dude? I, 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 bro, first of all, I would foul him every time he tried to come into the paint. So and then, then he gets the ball back, and he's going to have no choice and but to shoot outside. And he'd be the shot off because he's eight inches taller well, I would, <laughs> First of all, I was last time I was down here for our basil, I was with fucking LeBron James for a, at a private party. Oh. Okay? And he's a big <laughs> motherfucker. That I'll tell you. He's a big motherfucker. But let me, yeah, we know. We've but I will fucking put I like an elbow into his fucking chest. And he, uh-huh. he will have to stay outside. That guy will not. Timmy Thomas in a whole game of basketball <laughs> couldn't dunk on me. I was the only person he couldn't so, dunk on. So why don't the Warriors sign you as like the LeBron? No, because stopper. I would just. I'm dude. I'm the. I'm the. I'm like fucking Ty Domi on the Rangers on the basketball board, dude. <laughs> they bring. They bring Mad Lab in just to get LeBron. Oh, God. Just to shut Stanley the Jackson <laughs> and fucking and 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 Timmy Thomas, Patterson Catholic, bro. Full oh, game. I talking? fucking hacked the shit out of him. He never came into the paint again. Yes, and guess what? <laughs> now you're fucking forty. 
and you're fucking got a bad ankle. You got a bad. Uh, no, hip, no, you got give a him bad his knee. prime at least. You got no, a bad no, no, no. Give him, him his prime. prime. It's not even a fucking. Thing. In his I prime. know this conversation. This is no, this was about all the prime, dude. <laughs> this was, this was not about his prime. This was all. This was not about his prime. This was all my prime, bro. He because he LeBron and Tim Thomas are very similar. It was not his prime because he said he would need a week to train at the it gym. It doesn't. No, no. Give him his no, prime at least. No, 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 no. Prime no. Your, we said prime for basketball. <laughs> okay, prime. You get your prime. You Mad get Lab. Prime. It's not prime. But anyway, here's another one. Mad Lab said he can tackle Alvin Kamara in, in the my pr- in my prime when I was playing college ball. Absolutely. You got to give me. So I said. I said. Well, I said. I said. At ten tries, I get him once. We're gonna put you at the fucking ten and Alvin Kamara at the twenty at the twenty five. And he's going to get 15-yard running start and have to at-juke you to get to the goal line. We all did these drills. In and I said school, I would right? get him once out of 10. And he said he would get him. Now he said he would get no, him. No, I said in my prime, and, dude. Okay. Well, well, let's get. The pool one was now. The woods one was now. The brute buffer <laughs> one was now. Electric guitar Grappling, was now. Homer grap- oh, electric but guitar. these two were in your prime. Uh, electric guitar, dude. Don't even tell him the electric we're guitar. Not, these are for another pod. I'm not going through all those right now. I'm just saying that every single thing on this list was now, and now you're saying it was in your prime. No. And guess what? In your prime, it doesn't matter. you don't even play flag football and get his flag once, let alone talk. Oh, talk, you have talk, no idea it. how good I was in football. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how good of an athlete I, I was. I don't know if you could see this. You have no idea what an athlete I was. And I, you know, the difference is I got the credentials and the trophies to prove it. Everything That's the difference. You, I could go right now when I go home and I could take a picture. And Kamara's got 5,000 more of those. He doesn't even room. get it, Kurt. He's so lost. He doesn't even Which realize. one do you think's more likely, Listen, though? You this, tackling lab, Kamara lab, or beating LeBron? athletic in high school. I know that for a fact. I know, I know you were an I was the Outstanding Athlete Award. I, I got it. So was I. I'm still on the wall of my high school it? batting 400. Can you prove it? Yes. Go okay, to, so we're going to my high school. We're gonna I'm prove on it. the wall with a 412 batting we're average. We're going to prove it. I want, okay. We're going to so yes. document everything when we go Kurt home. was also a great athlete. He was fucking all county in football. Like, we, yes, maybe you were better. We didn't know you then. Maybe you were worse. The bottom line is. If you took all three of us who were great at our specific sports, you at basketball, Kurt at football, me at baseball, <laughs> and combined our athleticism, took the person, your strength with my speed, with Kurt's ber- vertical. Field vision. Whatever. And made it. If Alvin Kamara woke up one day and had all those skills as his skills, he'd go to the doctor and say, what happened to me? He'd be like, I'm having a seizure. Well, I can only run a four or five. Okay, so how do you explain Rudy? Oh my god! What are you even saying? How do you explain Rudy? What are you, what are you talking you about? How do you explain Rudy? Rudy can't tackle Kamara. No, no, but how do you explain how far he's? What do you mean got? when Rudy got in for a play? How far he got? He fucking was a fucking water. It doesn't boy matter. He, play he played for Notre Dame, dude. Because he, he believed in himself. <laughs> there's nobody on this. If I walked out this door right now, there's nobody on this street that I don't think that could kick my ass. Not one person. I know, dude. Lab. The reason this game is fun is because you delusionally believe in yourself. That's why I really hope is- people understand that. Yeah, he's really telling the truth. This is real. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like we, fight. like it's, it's not even spot me twenty against LeBron. Give me the ball first, and I'll make a shot and win. It's only twelve. Yeah, I only need twelve. <laughs> Dude, you give like me, you, me you put can... me on you you give me a crocheting kit and give me a week and I'll crochet a blanket. <laughs> Dude, he told me he could hit a ball. He pointed at the sign. 
Like, right center field, like the hard rock sign. Like, fucking where Stanton doesn't even hit him. He told me off Tanaka. He could homer off Tanaka now if you gave him some practice. It, like that, I did say. that I did say. Yes. <laughs> I said I'd have to go to batting cages for a couple weeks to get my rhythm He's back. Like, I'd have to go to batting cages <laughs> a couple for a week. weeks in the batting cage. But, and he can homer off to Only fastballs, like, though. No deuces or nothing. No, because I said he's going to hit you with the splitty. Even fastball. You always yeah. give in when he says no, that. You're like, I mean, no, no. Yeah, give him whatever just he wants. Give either, I would Ricky. give him whatever he wants. But, but it's still fucking, it's not what he said. Like, what he said was so crazy. Like, he could throw any pitch, give me a week in the cages. No, I didn't. Like, I, I said, said, I said give I me a week. Heater. That's what I said. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Because I told you he's going to throw you that fucking splitter and you're going to fall over. And you go, I'll just lay off it. <laughs> just lay off so basically it. a week in a Bergen County batting cage will get Mad Lab to a, and he didn't a level say, to where he could hit like anyone's fastball. Pitches and I can get one over the wall. One at bat, like a three-strike at bat, and he was going to go to right center 400 feet off the if wall. I ca- if I get the meat of that ball, it's gone. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Holy shit. We'll have more of it. Dude, I, let Fuck me tell you something. I, 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 dude, I'll outfish Bill Dance, dude. <laughs> Lab, make a list, because I have other ones, guys. There's more. Stay tuned for next Monday for these are real ones. This is what's coming Monday. If Mad Lab can beat the whole lower bowl of Yankee Stadium, which is comprised of about 30,000 people in pool, if Mad Lab can out-electric guitar the whole entire stadium of Yankee Stadium, if he can outdo Bruce Buffer in a ring intro, this one we might actually have to have him do, if he can outlast the entire stadium in the woods by themselves for a month. Uh, bro, I would be, bro, dude. They won't even have, bro, dude, that's not even a question. And the <laughs> one thing out of all that, if you're he can talking last about two an outdoorsman, half, dude. If he can outlast Daniel Cormier two and a half hours in a ring. No, two and a half two hours. And a half minutes, two, and a half, two and a half minutes, sorry. Half a round in a ring if he could last with Daniel Cormier. And the one thing of that night, we'll end on this. <laughs> the one thing on that <laughs> night that he said he can't do, he said he could do all those other things. No, but then I changed he, back. No, nope, shut up. The only thing he said he can't do after being mocked by us for fucking hours <laughs> yep. is he couldn't run over Khalil Mack at the goal line, which is no, it wasn't run over. Only was thing score. he could possibly do, right? Because he's like the size of Khalil Mack, and you're giving him a fucking running start. So that's how delusional he is. He can't run over Khalil Mack, but he could beat every other human in the world. Kurt, final words. Grab a babe, smash some poo. Lab, final words. Go get yourself a library card. <laughs> Mercury, re- what is it? Mercury retrograde really fucked this podcast yeah, up. This has right. been just arguments the whole podcast. I told you, Mercury retrograde is a thing. For the bod <laughs> and for fucking Sandy Balls Laboratory over there. Sandy Balls. <laughs> Sandy Balls Lab was going to dip his balls in those Miami <laughs> crystals. Sounds like a librarian. In a few minutes. I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't